0: Well, hello welcome to episode 61 of pegasus radio in today's episode we look at the question what will happen to salaries over the next nine months okay let's dive in okay so what will happen to salaries in the next nine months so I would say this episode is worth listening to, to the very end. The first half is likely to sound a little negative or discouraging, but at the end, I give you some more practical and positive advice about how to navigate the next nine months from a salary perspective. Now, obviously, the advice I give here is going to be orientated primarily towards the construction and property consultancy market, which is where I specialize. However, I do suspect this is going to be mirrored within the wider construction and property sectors. Now, I produce the Pegasus Salary Guide for QSs and PMs currently twice a year in April and October. As it may come to no surprise to you, I've not bothered publishing one for this April. And that's frankly because I just don't think the picture is clear as to salaries. And certainly we don't really have the, I guess, the market data from kind of March and April because frankly, not many people have moved to new jobs over that period of time. Now, as many of my regular listeners or connections on LinkedIn will know I'm a huge advocate of you being paid market rate. And in fact, for anyone who hasn't already listened to episode 26 Why It Is Important to Be Getting Paid Market Rate, I would definitely suggest you listen to that episode. If you do listen to that episode, or indeed you've listened to prior episodes, or indeed have seen a lot of my content on LinkedIn, you will also Know that I'd always caveat that equally expecting and getting away with an above average market rate salary is also not a sensible strategy, and I do think it's individuals at that level who are going to be most who feel most of the pain I guess going forward over the next three to six months, but I'll come on to that later. So what are your business is willing to pay you obviously it has multiple factors. some of those may be what fees they're generating for the work that you do, what their central costs are. However, candidly, I think it's probably most influenced by supply and demand. It's fair to say that in the last few years, in fact, maybe even longer, demand has outstripped supply and hence it has been a candidate's market with salaries seeing year on year growth. Now, from speaking both to my clients but also individuals in other organizations, I would say most businesses, most consultancies over the next two quarters, so quarter two, current quarter and quarter three are expecting to see a drop-off in workload of between 20 to 30% on average with potentially worse to come or certainly it's unknown whether worse is to come. So I think we can safely assume that the that kind of supply-demand ratio has flipped over, i.e. supply is now outstripping demand, certainly for the short term. So I think it's inevitable that this will affect salaries. How it affects salaries, I guess, depends on how much of an economic impact the coronavirus has. You know, obviously, we keep on hearing about all these different graphs. So are we? is, that, is the economic performance going to be an L-shaped? Hopefully not. A U-shaped or a V-shaped curve? Will we see growth again in the economy in quarter four of 2020? Or will it not be until quarter one, quarter two, or maybe even quarter three of 2021? I think undoubtedly we will already be technically, or we will technically go into a recession, but how bad will that recession be? History certainly tells us that during recessions and even for a period coming out of it, average salaries drop or certainly at best stagnate. Now, the severity of how much that happens this time will, of course, depend on the economic recovery. So what do I think will happen to salaries? Well, now, of course, this is only going to be my best guess and my thoughts on what you should do about it obviously I'm not an expert, I don't think anybody's an expert as to what's going to happen over the next three to six months, but this is my best guess as to what I think will happen. And obviously, I think with that, there are a lot of moving parts to all of this in terms of the equation. Firstly, will we see more redundancies in the marketplace? I think candidly that depends on both economic performance, but how much more stimulus governments around the world give. So obviously here in the UK, as well as other Endeavour stimulus that the government have, have done for businesses, which I really salute. One of the big ones is the job retention scheme, where obviously they're paying up to 80% of salaries or up to two and a half thousand, which, whichever is whichever is greater of those, whichever is the least of those two, greater least, you know what I mean, <laughs> which, whichever whichever is the max of those two, which I think has already candidly stopped a lot of redundancies happening here. The question is what will happen at the end of June, which is where the current furloughing or the job retention scheme period ends. Will some companies at that stage reach for the scalpel? Some already are doing. Are you in danger? I guess is a question you're probably asking yourself. Well, look, I think going back to my point earlier, I think those who are on inflated salaries above current market rates are the ones most at risk, and that could be at any level. But in particular, in the UK consultancy market, I think there's one level that is going to be most, unfortunately, most affected by any redundancies that happen. And that is those individuals who may have may have the same titles I'm going to brief you on, or may have a higher title, such as associate, senior associate, project director, possibly even director, possibly even partner, depending on the structure within an organization. But essentially what I'm saying is individuals who are in a senior delivery role, i.e. the ones that in most businesses would be called a senior project manager, a senior QS, a senior building surveyor but maybe on salaries above that level and certainly carry a title above that level. So what does that mean? Well, I think in London, that's individuals on between 75 to 100K who are doing very much a delivery role and not, not much management in, in any shape or form. And in the regions, individuals who are probably somewhere between 60 to 80, let's say, in terms of salary, but again, not really doing much of a management role. I think, unfortunately, those individuals are going to be the ones who find themselves most affected by redundancies i don't think the peg below that i.e., the individuals maybe in in london who are on let's say between 40 to 70 i think they'll be relatively safe and in in most of the regional cities and and other regions you know that kind of bracket between let's say 35 up to up to 60 i think again will be relatively secure in the market so that's my best guess as to who will be most affected but the question is will Others be affected should the downturn, should the economic impact from the coronavirus be more severe. The next thing to consider is salary reduction. So as I outlined in episode 59 of Pegasus Radio, a significant number of consultancies have asked staff to take salary reductions, with the average being around 20%, but some asking for as much as 40%. The massive unknown is how long companies expect these salary reductions to last before reinstating the original salaries or indeed whether these reductions will be made permanent. If you are one of those who have been asked to take a salary reduction, it is certainly worth you reviewing any paperwork or communication you were sent instructing you of these salary reductions and precisely the wording of those. I'm obviously not a HR professional. And I would strongly advise you if you do have any doubts or concerns to speak either to your company's HR department or take external advice from a HR professional. But you should be aware that you do, of course, have employment rights. They should have followed a formal process with this. And certainly if this ends up being either a long-term or a permanent reduction, then they've got to have done it right. So you may have rights and certainly you should at least look into those. Now, I guess if we combine the prospect of redundancies plus salary reductions plus a period of reduced workload, then inevitably I think this is going to have an impact on average salaries, at least in the short term. And by short term, I guess I mean the next three to six months. So what if you do find yourself in the job market right now? Well, or when I say right now, I guess between now and the next three months, I'd I'd certainly suggest taking a pragmatic view view when it comes to negotiating salary. Firstly, were you overpaid for the market prior to COVID-19? Obviously, I've outlined the the group that I think are going to be most affected. But if you're unsure about your level of salary, please do ping me an email or drop me a message on LinkedIn. I'll ping you a link to my most recent salary guide from October 2019, which should give you a good idea. If you find that you are, or in fact, you already know you were overpaid relative to market, then you do need to be realistic about what you can get in the current market. A, it's a buyer's market, as we've discussed, and B, there are very few jobs out there. So you do need to be realistic, pragmatic about that. I think also some companies will inevitably seek to take advantage of the current supply and demand balance. Unfortunately, that's going to leave you with having to take an objective and pragmatic view about about the salary being offered. So what is the salary reduction they're asking you to take relative to what you were on? Will this cover your home costs for the time being? Is it the best offer you're going to get in a currently candidate or sorry, I beg your pardon, a job short market? Now, one thing I would say, depending on your situation, is not to panic. You may hopefully be serving some notice period. You may have some redundancy pay to come. You may have done things like taking a mortgage holiday and cut other costs to make sure that your running costs are not as high. If that is the case, you may have, and, and indeed you may have savings. If that is the case, you may have, God knows anywhere between two to six months to find the right job. So if you feel that, only offers you've got are from companies who are really trying to take advantage of the situation, then maybe don't take those just yet and wait for the right opportunity to come along. Um, I can't obviously advise you, rightly or wrongly, to do that. And as I've said earlier, you do need to be pragmatic, particularly if you think you were already overpaid. But equally, if companies are really trying to take advantage, then then perhaps don't go for those organisations. You've got to think long and hard. And I think one thing a lot of individuals will learn out of this period is – you know, which companies have behaved appropriately and which ones haven't with their people. So, you know, if you're gonna if you're thinking about joining an organization that sounds woefully awful, then, then then maybe if you can afford to, if you've got the, you know, the money to be able to, then, then maybe wait for the right opportunity to come along. I think one thing that is for sure is that prior to COVID nineteen, there was a long term trend of a growing skill shortage within construction and property. If we do have more of a V-shaped economic curve and recovery, then competition for talent could return by quarter four of 2020 or even sooner, actually, dependent on your specific skill set and knowledge. Now, of course, you still need to be realistic because I do think it's going to be a while before we return to the kind of rampant demand for people that we saw in 2019. But nonetheless, you also need to make sure that you're not totally being taken advantage of. So what if you're currently in a secure role right now but either you're worried about how long current salary reductions will last or potentially you've just decided it's time to leave your current employer. Well, firstly, my advice would be, and this is the advice I've probably given over the last month or two, if anybody's asked me, is that at least for the next two or three months, let's say until at least we get into kind of late summer, I would honestly say if you're in a secure job and you don't have to move, then I would sit tight. I would take advantage of the fact that you've got probably a decent notice period and potentially if you've got decent service redundancy pay, You know, should the worst happen, I wouldn't move unless you feel you absolutely had to or you found an absolutely amazing job out there that, you know, is worth moving for. So to answer the question, which I said I'd answer a while ago, what do I think is going to happen to average salaries going into 2021? Well, I suspect there could be as much as a 10% drop in market rate compared to salaries going into 2020. Now that doesn't mean to say that you have to take a salary reduction if you move jobs. Firstly, you could find that you're already being well underpaid relative to market rate. And again, as I said, if you do not know what your market rate should be, I can of course email you or where it was. Let's say previous prior to COVID nineteen, I can email you a link to my most recent salary guide from October nineteen. Just drop me a message on on either email or, or LinkedIn, and I will gladly get that to you. So as I say, bizarrely, maybe that you actually will find you could get an improvement in salary if you were already um, below market rate. If you are at market rate, then I think if you are going to move anywhere over the next nine months, then I think you need to be realistic that you may have to take a sideways or even a small drop in salary to get with the right business, which I can't stress enough, I think is massively important at the moment. One interesting dynamic in all this is that if we do see a long-term change where many people start to work from home more regularly and hence have reduced costs both in travel but also in all those expensive coffees and sandwiches we all love to buy from PRET and places like that you know can you get by on a more reduced salary also the one thing i think you do need to be careful of is not to sit too much in your own bubble and that is to say don't just take your current employer's stance on the market conditions as verbatim Coming out of the last recession, I would say there were many organisations who continue to use the excuse of the recession as a reason to underpay people and to stagnate salaries, in some cases for years after the recession, which cumulatively led to those individuals losing a great deal of earnings compared to many of their peers. So I'd say it's imperative over the next nine months to speak to people like me who can give you you know, the best understanding of what salaries should be like and what others are paying in the market. One thing to bear in mind is that some businesses haven't even asked their staff to take any salary reductions at all. And that is because even though they recognize it may be bumpy over the next six months, they're still very confident about current workload and prospects going into 2021. So some of them have not even asked any of their people to take salary reductions. They've even made promotions in some cases. They will definitely be recruiting again, probably back in the this year. And certainly they've got a very different view compared to maybe other organizations. So, as I say, do not sit in a bubble. You know, do speak to people like me and get an accurate understanding about what the market is doing. And don't just accept that you have to take, you know, take, let's say for argument's sake, if a, if your employer asks you to take, make the 20% reduction permanent or at least long-term, you know, don't take that as verbatim. I'm not for one moment suggesting you should look right now. I do not think you should, as I already said. I do think you should ride out the next two to three months at the very least and see what happens. Um, but later in the year, maybe 2021, if you are looking to move, then please do reach out to somebody like me to get an accurate understanding about what levels of salary are looking like. Okay, I hope you found that one useful. Obviously, COVID-19 has massively affected um, the, both the global economy as well as the UK economy. And I do think we've got some bumps along the line yet to come. You know, that said, equally, I am seeing some, some kind of green shoots already certainly some of my clients are fairly positive about what is to come over the next six to nine months and i think some will most definitely be recruiting so lastly in terms of salary yep take a pragmatic view right now if you find yourself out of work right now if you don't need to move right now then don't move is will be my advice and and equally don't try and rock the boat overly with with your current employer in terms of salary that said if we get to quarter four maybe quarter one next year and you are looking for a move or indeed the salary reduction you've been asked to take are either made permanent or, or you're told that they will last a lot longer, then absolutely, you know, reach out to me. I think certainly while salaries will stagnate going into 2021, um, hopefully they will not drop by more than 10% on average. Okay, I hope that's been useful. If you have any questions, please do reach out to me. As I say, if you do want to get hold of one of the salary guys, then again, please do drop me a line. I'm happy to share that with you. Okay, take care. Stay safe, folks. <music>